for, for a blessing that we have never received. And we are here for an encounter that we have never received. We are here for the encounter of a lifetime. Praise the name of the living God. We are here for what? An encounter of a lifetime. Right? So, we have been talking about Genesis chapter 2 from verse 8 about what God began to do in the beginning. And I want to just remind you about a few things. The Lord God Almighty created the heavens and the earth, not the devil. The devil can rule in this terrestrial realm because God cast him down to the earth. But the earth does not belong to him. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that the earth and the fullness thereof belongs to who? Belongs to God. Have you ever found that in your Bible? Did you ever see that in scripture? What does the Bible say? The entire earth and the fullness that whatever the earth and whatever is in the earth. Not the world, the earth. Because when you use the world, then you are talking about something else. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so the enemy rules in the world <laughs> not on the earth because the earth is the Lord's and the devil can't rule over something that is God's but Satan rules in the world so when we talk about the world we talk about the arrangement isn't it isn't it that's what they call cosmos isn't it the the, the cosmic arrangement of things we talk about politics we talk about you know systems and all that that is what the world entails understand this the earth is the Lord's, but the devil rules in the world. So when Jesus referred to the devil, Jesus did not say the prince of this earth is coming. No, Jesus didn't say that. Jesus didn't say the prince of this earth is coming because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And Jesus knows that the earth is the Lord's because he is God, right? But this is what he said. He said the prince of this world is coming. But it also matters whether you are of the world or you are not of the world. You see, so Satan rules over those who are of the world or who are, uh, I mean, who are a part of the world. You see, you are, you are here, you are in this world, but you are not of the world. Do you get it? You are not of the world. That is what Jesus said, the prince of this world is coming. But he has no inheritance in me. You're getting the understanding. He has no inheritance in me. And you are the Lord's inheritance. And so what you need to understand is that. You, you see, these, are, these, these look like heavy stuff. But they are, they are absorbable. They are, they are, they, they, you know, you, you can really, really digest. They are, they, are, they, are, they are digestible. Are you getting the understanding? They, they, may, they may sound so... So they, they, will, they, they will look like they, 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 this, they are this strong and powerful revelation. And, but let me tell you something. They actually form part of our dominion. So we get to understand that. The earth was made by God. He owns it. It does not belong to the devil. The devil rules over the world. He rules in the world but not over the earth. 
because the earth is who is the Lord's, and the devil cannot rule over the earth because he can't rule over something that does not belong to him. Get this. And so when he made it, then he made then he made man. He made you and I. He made man. The devil was there. But he gave the, the earth. He gave the earth to man. Understand this. Because I want to I wanna really open your eyes to something. God gave the earth to man. But he withheld the title deed from man. Because the earth is still the Lord's. Are you getting the understanding? The earth is still the Lord's, so he still has the title deed. So the devil cannot claim. That's why the devil is a liar. He has been a liar from the beginning and he will always be a liar. Are you getting the understanding? When Adam was placed in the garden, Adam was placed in the garden to, 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 to tend it. So he was made a steward of the garden. The Lord, the Lord planted a garden for him, rather, but he was made a steward of the earth. Are you getting the understanding that he would take care of the earth? You know why? Because he has now become a representation of God. Are you getting the understanding? He has become a representation of God. And that is why, that is why the only time that you begin to see blessings in your life, in your own life, you will see that the bless, the, the time that the only time you begin to see the blessings of the Lord and things begin to work and things begin to respond to you favorably is when you are in God. When you step out of God, then unnecessary things, you know, then this in, in, inexplicable things begin to happen to you. Things that you cannot even explain. Are you getting the understanding? They only begin to happen to you when you step out of God. Are you getting the understanding? Because much as you are in him and you continue to stay in him, you, you, are, you, are, you are in charge of the earth. Are you here? Much as you are what? In him and you continue to stay in him, you are what? You are in charge. You are in charge. Much as you are in him and you continue to stay in him, I said you are what? You are in charge. You are in charge. I want somebody to shout, I am in charge. I am in charge. And sometimes when you shout, let the devil hear you because he thinks you are timid. Say, I am in charge. So God said, you know, he blessed man. And he put him there. And then he gave him a charge. He gave him a charge. He said, be fruitful. It has begun. Listen, listen, listen. And he told him, be fruitful. In other words, you are not permitted to be barren. Right? He said, be fruitful. Be fruitful. Fruitfulness was not something that man was step in. It was a command that was given to man. And so you are commanded to be fruitful. You are commanded. You are commanded to be fruitful just as you are commanded to run away from fornication. It's a command. It's a command. 
He said, be what? Be fruitful. And then he said what again? Multiply. Replenish. Have dominion. Subdue. Subdue means be in charge. And bring all else under you. Take over. Be in charge. And so any child of God who runs away from the devil crying like a kindergarten student does not know the charge that he has been given. Think about it. You think that God expects you to be running everything to him. Daddy, 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 one is filled with blessings. The other one is filled with pompous. For those of God's children who are still in diapers. So just as you change the diaper of your child, God changes yours. Because you have refused to grow. Before they started making diapers, God was already manufacturing in heaven. For instance, there is, there is a Greek word um, called nepios. Right? Nepios. And nepios talks about a baby, but a big baby. And it is from there that they got, they got the word napis. So God manufactures nappies for his big babies. Daddy, 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 you have messed up again. He said, okay, let's clean you up and put some pampers on you. Get you some nappies. God never intended that. Ha, listen to this, listen to this. If God said, listen, listen, you see tonight, eh, something will fall on you that you will never recover from. You listen. If God said, be fruitful, and you still go to God to say, Daddy, 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 daddy. Then, 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 then what are you talking about? Think about it. That is, what, that is why the Bible says, through knowledge shall they just be delivered. And so what he's trying to talk about is, stop coming to me and going, and sit and know how you can enforce things. Imagine if I stand in front of someone to pray for. And I said, daddy, 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 what do you think about this? Before I, was, before I decided to pray for the individual, I've got to know what God thinks about the person's situation. What does he think? I've got to have an idea of what has already been accomplished. Because if the individual is not already healed, I cannot heal him. So I've got to, I've got to have knowledge of the fact that Jesus 
already for this individual's healing. That qualifies me to be able to bring healing to the individual. Because if it was not already accomplished, I couldn't bring it to the individual. And so, as I stand there, I stand there looking onto him as if it is all up to him. But he also looks onto me as if it is all up to me. That is why when a man of God says you are blessed, God gets into action and fulfills that word. Are you getting the understanding? God gets into action and fulfills that word. Hear me tonight. Hear me tonight. So, be faithful. It's a command. I'm commanded not to be dry. Church, I'm commanded not to walk in dryness. And so are you. That is the reason why not everyone who goes to God comes with an answer. Because how you go to him and with what you go to him is very important. That is why when Solomon asked God for wisdom, God added everything. Because wisdom is the application of knowledge. You've got to know to apply before you can be termed as wise. So God said, oh, so you want to know how systems work in this kingdom. So you can be able to enforce them. Abba, take it. Take it. And he says, on top of that, everything belongs to you. Because wisdom is synonymous with prosperity in this kingdom. I can never imagine people who profess to know the word of God but the word does not manifest in their lives. It means you only quote it. When I came from, I mean, when I first came to South Africa, I, I, I met with a lady, may her soul rest in peace. I will never mention her name. But, hey, 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 let me tell you something. That lady, eh, when we talk about scriptures, Abagadusi, Hey, she quoted scriptures. Even me, I mellowed. I will be preaching, and I will be quoting, you know, scriptures, but not giving the reference. And she will give it Matthew chapter fourteen, verse nineteen. She was almost like, uh, you know, like this nuisance, you know. Just, just hey, she will give you. Hey, that lady will force you to read the word. If you don't know her, your story, Abba. And when she comes to church, she gets the front seat. If you see her face, you even get intimidated before you start preaching. But she was the first person I chased from church. Yeah. She knows the word so much. Nothing is happening. And people will start coming to me, reporting her, borrowing monies from them and not paying fighting so many things. I wrote a, a, I, I wrote a letter, read it, and I said, out. She knew the word. But then I realized that she was just quoting it. God never said quote it. He said, do it. Because when you quote, it just comes from your mind. But doing is of the heart. 
doing is of the heart. So I have a command from God. I have a command. Church, I have a command from God. And that command is for me to be what? Fruitful. Tonight, you will be fruitful. I have a command of fruitfulness from God. Church, Abba, do I really have time to, to expound this to you? Because these are, these are powerful. These are things that we need an all-night service for. Hmm? These are things that we need a camp meeting for. A camp meeting where we all come and camp and hear the word and go eat and still come and hear it. Because this is your one hour hmm, and two hours. doesn't always help. For the simple reason, you can watch Netflix for 10 hours and still be sitting there. And then when you come to church and sing, Amen, 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 you think it is all over. Think about it. Be fruitful. I've got a command from the Lord. Look at all these things. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. But look at your life right now. Are you having dominion over the devil? Or the devil has dominion over you? Who is making who cry? <laughs> Everything. Every door that happens. I mean, that opens to you. You have to fight just to go through it. Today, there are Christians who commit suicide. Every door who comes into your life must disappoint you first before anything. You are always crying. Like I said, daddy, 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 everything, daddy. God knows you as a crybaby. Because, listen to this church, there is nothing wrong with you, only that you have neglected your responsibility. Because if God says, I must be fruitful, and that fruitfulness is a command, all I do is to, is to go get or, or search for what it means. Are you getting the understanding? Or what to do to be fruitful. That is what the Bible says. It is the glory of the Lord to hide the thing. God will hide things from you. Hey, hey, the God that I said, hey, 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 listen, listen to me, church. Listen, listen. God will never show you all the picture. Sometimes he just opens a little up to you, 10%. And he will leave you to go figure out the rest. And so if you don't tarry at the feet of Jesus, you are grounded. It means you have the raw materials, but you don't know how to mix them. You don't know how to use them. It means you have got the tools in your hands, but you don't know how to use them. You don't know how to use them. You don't know how to use them. Haven't you seen people those days, during the Liberian Civil War, they will load a machine gun and give it to a child. And the child will hold the machine gun and just all that they have taught them is how to pull the trigger. And they go, boom, and the machine gun will lift them up and uh, they will hit the floor. Because there is a way to position yourself. You are firing it. Don't let it fire you. <laughs> you, are, you got to control it. Don't let it control you. And some of the, of the people, that's how it is. All they have been taught is to call fire on the devil. A loaded machine gun. In the hands of a novice, 
he is the one who is going to fall casualty. That is an, a weapon of assault, right? It is an offensive weapon. But it's also a defensive weapon. But now they become those that fall victims to it. And so many Christians are praying, fire, 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 the fire is burning them. And like I humorously say, you were very fair. But since you started calling fire, you have become darker because you are the one that the fire is burning. Because you don't know, you call it anyhow. Holy Ghost fire because, you see, you think by just saying Holy Ghost fire, the devil will run away from you. You do not know how to get the devil running as far as your life is concerned. But tonight, things will change. So I have what? A command from the Lord. And what is the command? Be fruitful. Be fruitful. So he gave me this command. And he made sure that everything that Abba, I love it when I teach you about new creation reality. You know, he made sure that everything that you need for life and godliness, he put there. So in the beginning, everything was there. You didn't have to do everything was there. And then aside that, the Lord Almighty, the Bible says, came in the cool of the day to come and do what? To come and commune with man. That is friendship with God. And let me tell you something. Until tomorrow, rapport with God is what I can talk to you about rapport for 10 hours. Rapport with God is what is going to ensure your continuous enjoyment of his power. Hey, listen here. Do you know what rapport is? Do you know what rapport is? You see, when you have a relationship with somebody, you can ask him for his help. Are you getting the understanding? When you have a relationship with somebody, you can ask that individual for help. You understand? Okay. Let me ask you. You know, you go to the shopping center. There are people that are passing you everywhere, right? When you look at someone and say, good afternoon, it is in your prerogative to either respond or not. Others just look at you as if you, as if you never existed. And they pass. And you can't do anything about them. But when Crispin sees me somewhere in the mall, and he says, Papa, I stand. I will have to stand. Why will I have to stand? Huh? Oh. Yeah, right? Because I know him. And the amount of time I spend with him is also determined by how deep our relationship is. For instance, this lady, I don't know her that much. Only that I've been seeing her in church here and there. So when she sees me at the mall, that is why some people, when they see me at the mall, they, they hide. A lot of people had hidden from me. One day, some lady, she's a member, she saw me at the mall, and immediately she saw me, she ran to the shop. She didn't know I have seen her, so I also went and stood in front of the shop like this. Said, I've caught you, baby. Right? So, so if she sees me and she says, oh, man of God. I said, oh, sister, how are you? The next thing that I'm going to ask is, oh, remind me of your name again. Remind me of your name again. It's just a nice way of pastors saying we don't know you. Think about it. Can you remind me of your name again? Ah. Then I just, oh, how are things will be the next thing. No, all is well. And uh, all man of God, A, B, and C. I said, oh, okay. We will pray with you. But I don't know him. 
right? Mm -hmm. Then I say, God bless you, Sissy. And then, if that will, if that is a problem, then we are really in problems because we say we will pray, we don't pray. Then, but if I meet Pastor Ndibu, or if I meet Crispin or Eshla or, or Pastor uh, Musima or 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 Luzuko, Luzuko, I don't meet him. He meets me. Now listen to this. Oh, 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 oh this. Oh, Olivia. Ah, are you getting? Oh, Katu. Ah, hey, we can stand and chat. And we, we will be chatting and chatting and chatting and sometimes laughing and laughing and laughing. But I can't laugh with that sister. Even when she makes jokes, when she meets me, I can't laugh. She will go with her jokes. Do you understand? No, no, listen. I'm teaching you. Uh, you see, the word is rapport. R-A-P-P-O-R-T. Rapport. A lot of people don't know that. One day, when I was in high school, I was sitting in class. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came upon me strongly. It was a life orientation class on, 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 on the world's economy. And, but I could not see what the teacher was teaching. Because the Holy Spirit was so strong and I heard him. He says, son, I said, he said, get out from this class and go to the dining hall. I want to talk to you. So really, and when I went there, oh, this is all that the Lord said. I will never forget it. He said, son, do you know how to get my attention? He said, uh, and I said, Lord, uh, I, I would love it if you would teach me. He said, go to David and learn from him. David, David built so much rapport. He said, I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. Rather be a door. Hey, listen, it was David that said, one thing have I desired and that will I seek after, which is always finding myself in his presence. Because God dwells in his presence. And then he says, to inquire. you are sitting at the restaurant when it's time to come to church with your friends and when they bring the alcohol as if you don't drink it and you look here and you look there no church member is there and then you gulp it down your throat A lot of things happened. Some time ago, someone took me to go pray for some guy. And when we got there, the person had a, had a teacup and a teapot in front of him. But when he was pouring, it was not tea coming. It was wine coming. Ask this lady here. He knows the guy I'm talking about because she took me there. He said, Papa, please, we want you to pray for this guy. So I said, hey. So he, this guy, he drinks wine from a teapot. I've never, hey, Charlie, when you're a pastor, you see things, Luzu. You see things, eh? I've never seen anyone drink wine from a teapot with a teacup. And by the time he got there, he was so intoxicated. I said, this one, I won't pray. <clears throat> and it was 8 o'clock in the morning. Or 9 o'clock. But it was very early, not later than 9. And he was already there. What am I talking about again? Rapport. Rapport. And so if you, you call God only once a week or twice a week when, only, when you come to church, hey, by the time you call him, he will not be there. Ah, but you don't call power down. You preach power out. And so it means that when you were going, he, wherever you go, he, he must be with you. Is that, what, is that what he said? He said, I will be with you. 
So why did you leave him that you are now calling him? Church, why did you leave him that you are now calling him? Because he's supposed to be with you. Ah, church, he's supposed to be with you. Right? When you are getting into the car, he's supposed to be with you. Imagine if the Lord was not with me today, what would have happened? My car sustained some little bump to the side. His was finished. Imagine if the Lord was not with me. Imagine. There was no prayer. There was nothing. Because I saw what happened before it happened. Imagine if the Lord was not with me. Imagine the day the armed robbers came into the church. If the Lord was not with me. I was now going to go on my knees and say, Father, wherever you are, come now. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, I'm your servant. You brought me from Ghana. Don't let these people deport me. Because if somebody dies, if somebody dies, they will say tomorrow, I must go to where I come from. But I mean, they can't take me anywhere. I will deport them. But anyway, I'm trying to say, hear me, church. <laughs> I'm already a son of the soil. Listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. But, but do you understand what I'm saying? What I'm saying, here are a lot of people standing there crying. And their leader is already not right with God, right? He left God somewhere. So he's now going, oh, see, my hands are shaking. So he left God somewhere. So he's now going to, so, so what do you do? Now you go and be like that priest who placates God for his own sins, right? And then now, oh, Father, but what is it? So at that particular time, you can't do anything because he's not there. Apple. Rapport. They ask Smith Wogoswan. How many hours do you pray a day? Five hours? Three hours? Because when people meet a man of power, sometimes all they want from the man is his secret. They want to know what makes Smith Smith. Five hours? Smith said, I barely pray for five minutes. They're like, the man who raises the dead, he barely prays for five minutes. Are you sure? He said, but hold on. I barely go five minutes without prayer. <laughs> so, when he's in his shower, are you getting the understanding? When he's in his shower, when he's in his shower, when he's bathing, not, I'm saving your life. Yeah. And then when he steps out of there and he gets into his closet to go wear something. Lima he said, he said, oh boy, I love Jesus. He said, I feel the presence of God so strong. He said, he said, he said, if the spirit of God does not move me, I move the spirit. Yesterday, I mean, okay, okay, let me, you know, you know let me spare you that. It, 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 it's so beautiful a story, but let me leave that. But, but you see, let me tell you something. You cannot move the spirit if you have not built a rapport with the spirit. You may profess to know God, 
but whether God knows you is another thing. You may profess to know him, but whether he knows you is another thing. I have a command. So, go, oh boy, I, I love this. I, I, I'm opening your eyes to, you know, to, to powerful things tonight. So, he, he did all these things. And then he put man there. And then the garden, he will cause one stream to go water. And it parted, the Bible says became foreheads. Let us end there. That to me looks like the most perfect picture. Think about it. God didn't give room for poverty, depravity, lack, want, tears, headaches, was no room for them. Think about it. I said, the Bible says that we are all sinners. For all have sinned. I think Romans, what, 8.28 or 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Why? Say, ah, but me, my child is just a month old. But he's already a sinner. Why? Because when Adam sinned, the entire race sinned. Okay, if when Adam sinned, the entire race sinned, could it be that when Adam was blessed, the entire race was also blessed? That when Adam was given a charge, the entire race was given a charge. If we don't look at it that way, then why do we believe the Old Testament? If we don't look at it, if we don't look at it that way, then why do we say Abraham is our father because he lived in the Old Testament? Then why do we claim that Abraham's blessings are ours because he lived in the Old Testament? Think about it. That is the most perfect picture. And so the John Richard that God made originally did not have problems. And when I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior and I step into him, not only that, he restores what was lost. The Bible says the Son of Man came to came to save that which was lost. And which was, that which was lost was one thing. It is called dominion. Not sinners. Dominion. So, the four streams, if you have been coming here for Monday, you should know where what? The first one was Pigeon. Second one, Gion. Third one, Hedekel, and the fourth one, Euphrates. Remember, all of the three, the Bible said wonderful things, you know, to give us a picture of what, but Euphrates, he said, and the fourth one was Euphrates. But I'm here to tell you something, because when the Bible was being written, I was there. Euphrates means breaking forth. That is the meaning of the word Euphrates. It means forth. And tonight somebody is breaking forth. Church, I said tonight somebody is breaking forth. Church, I said tonight somebody is breaking forth. Even if you don't want to break forth, you will break forth tonight. Breaking forth. What does breaking forth mean? Euphrates. <laughs> and what does Euphrates mean? Breaking forth. 
when a woman is pregnant and the time of giving birth comes, what happens? The water breaks. Am I, am I, am I right? I've never been pregnant, but I have heard it. My water has never broken. But spiritually they have. And tonight it will. When the water breaks, what does that mean? That is when she calls the one who impregnated her. Daddy, daddy, the child is coming. When the water breaks. Abba, hold on. Thank you, Jesus. She has been carrying life in her for how many months? Nine. That looks exactly like some of you. Your miracles have been prepared for the past nine months. <laughs> Yesterday, somebody gave me a testimony and the person told me that I must, I must share the testimony on Friday so I'll wait for Friday. Hey! It's a powerful testimony. After church, the person was waiting to call me. So, yeah! I said, what is it? Testimony. Life. Life. And the Lord has shown me that testimony two weeks ago. I said, there is a miracle coming your way. But of course, can you give me the details? I said, when it comes, you will know. But it is a miracle. We're talking millions, not uh, cents. Oh, but that is you. How many of you believe that Jesus is in this place? Even right now. How many of you believe that the Holy Spirit is? You believe that? Euphrates. Breaking. So that woman has been pregnant for how many months? No! But when the water breaks, that is, that is, that is Euphrates. It means that child is about to come forth. Today, because of a uh, what is it that they go for that shows shows the child before the child is born? Sona. Really? That machine that they rub on your tummy and then you see the child moving somewhere there. Then you know whether the eyes look like you or something like that. So it is called sona. Aha. Uh -huh. So today, because of sona, we know what you are pregnant with. Hmm? We even know the gender. We even know the gender. So that when the man of God prophesies, he's a male, you can come and say, Papa, this one, they didn't see it. It's a female. We even know the gender. But before then, we waited for the child to come out. Before we, 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 we caught knowledge of what you have, what has been happening actually in your tummy for the past nine years. Break it. Once the water breaks what you are pregnant with comes forth. Euphrates. Breaking forth. Do you know that do you know that the, the river Euphrates is still there till today? In West Asia. And they said that in West Asia, there are two important and historically significant rivers. The first one is Euphrates and the second one is called Tigris. T-I-G-R-I-S. And all these rivers have been this, have been there since Bible days. Abba, 
whatever the Lord does is permanent. Also, in West Asia, Euphrates is the longest river. When Nebuchadnezzar built the hanging garden of Babylon, which was a wonder of the world for a very long time, the, the, the garden was watered with water from breaking forth. Somebody here is breaking forth. Hey, somebody's destiny is breaking forth tonight. I said somebody's destiny is breaking forth tonight like never before. Somebody's enviable destiny is breaking forth. Son, let's do this and pray. Let's do this and pray. Are you, are you, are you, are you getting something tonight? Let's do this and pray. Give me Mark chapter 7. And give me from 31. The Bible says that again, departing from the region of Tyre and Sidon, he came through the midst of the region of Decapolis to the Sea of Galilee. And you know what Jesus went to do in Tyre and Sidon, isn't it? That was where some woman whose daughter was vexed with a demon followed him and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me for my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Jesus said that when he departed from that region, he came through the midst of the region of Decapolis to the Sea of Galilee. Yes? Hurry up. Then they brought to him. Ah, let me get, let me get. Ruben, come. Hurry up. I mean, when I say come, I mean run. Then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. I'm using you as an illustration, but you will never be there for. Mm, this, this is just me. I don't like even using people. I only like using people for illustration when it's money. Then they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they begged him to put his hand on him. They begged him. They said, Jesus, please. We beg you, we beg you, put your hands on him. Church, let's do this quick because there is a miracle here for you. What, what, what condition did the guy have? Number one, he was deaf. Deafness means what? Huh? 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 Have you ever been praying to call money? It's a question. Have you ever prayed to say money come forth? Huh? Huh? Oh, church, why are you behaving as if you don't know? You, you have prayed to say, Father, money, money, money. Huh? And did the money come? It didn't come. Why? But do you know that money has ears? Do you know that money has ears? Do you know there are people who call forth things and they came? Like God called the things that were not as though they were and they came into being. So do you know that there is a reference of someone who has been able to call forth things and they came. Huh? Okay, let me ask you again. When God calls money, will money come? Aha. Uh -huh. But when you call the money, okay, so if when God calls money, money comes, it means money has ears, isn't it? Aha. Uh -huh. Am I right? Because anything that doesn't have ear and doesn't hear you probably won't respond to you, isn't it? Aha. Uh -huh. Somebody say, hey, man of God and the word, where is he taking this? I'm bringing it home. <laughs> The reason why you have been calling money, 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 money has not been coming. 
Money is death when it comes to you. And so you must to, tonight think about all the things that you have been praying for that has not responded to you. There is deafness. And it is true because I can quote you 99 scriptures to buttress that one point. That there may be things around you that are deaf to your voice. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do demons have ears? Huh? When we command them, do they go? When Jesus commanded them, did they go? Money is a spirit. They said, Master, please lay your hands on him, for he is deaf. He also had another condition, and that was impediment of speech. In other words, he was dumb. He couldn't speak. His tongue was heavy. So he couldn't hear and he could not speak. And so there are circumstances that are around you that are deaf to your voice and mute. They could not they cannot respond to you. No, well, all that is changing tonight. I said, all that is changing tonight. Come on, give me the scripture. Give me the scripture. And Jesus took him aside. Listen to this. There were so many people there, but this case. I love Jesus. This case was an exceptional case. But it is not the first time that Jesus is going to pray for someone who is deaf. But so, so, so why was it an exceptional case? Because of how it affects your destiny. So the Bible says Jesus took him on the side. He took him on the side. Right? He took him on the side. And he put his fingers in his ears. And he spat. And he touched his tongue with the spittle. So, so many times, Jesus will just speak and things will happen. Why all this very unusual technique? Why the employment of, 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 of an unusual technique in healing this man? tonight the fingers of Jesus is in the circumstance it's in the ears of the circumstances of your life your amen looks like you don't know where you don't know why you are here I said your amen sounds like you don't know why you are here I said tonight the fingers of Jesus is in the ears of the circumstances of your life Exceptional cases requires exceptional techniques. And everybody, everybody was just watching Jesus. Scripture. Then, looking up to heaven, he looked up to heaven. He sighed. Hmm. 
this is this is so unusual of Jesus this is so unusual of Jesus looking up to heaven he sighed and said to him Ifata 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 is not an English word they give it to you the same way he said it Ifata that is be opened be opened my destiny be opened the circumstances of my life be opened all the opportunities land up before me be opened lima sakute palishka Ifata, Ifata, be opened. Listen. Ifata also means hell. Open up and swallow anything in my life that is not supposed to be there. Swallow anything in my life that is not supposed to be there. Swallow anything in my life that is not permitting me to see the glory of the Lord. Ifata. What is it? Money? What is it? Marriage? What is it? Ifata! Is it about your children? Is it about the uncertainties? The uncertainties that have surrounded your life? Ifata! Any situation that is death will open up to your voice tonight. In a situation that is deaf will open up to your voice tonight. Ifata, Ifata, open up, open up. My destiny, open up. My ministry to the world, open up. Ifata. 